none of you people can tell me to stop Lower the lights down Hand over my crown Hand over my heart I do this for my town I do this for my crowd So turn me up real loud My time, my time None of you people can tell me to stop What's up, everybody? Thank you for listening to Next Gen Radio. This is a talk show where we bring you the fun facts about fitness, health, diet, and exercise. This is episode number 101, and I am your host, Mike Ercolano. And today we have a novel show for you, a novel idea, as it is a solo show. So I'm not uh, going to be uh, joined by any co-hosts today. You are, uh, you have the privilege of just listening to me talk for <laughs> the next 15, 20 minutes. Um, and that is uh, simply because, uh, well, I've been uh, kind of under the weather lately. Uh, this past week, I've had a pretty pretty nasty cold. Uh, and I really, um, today I'm, I'm on the mend. I'm feeling, I'm definitely feeling much better, but I didn't want to put anybody at risk of um, getting sick uh, by being in a closed room with me, a closed off room with me and uh, talking to me for 30 minutes. So I uh, wanted to make sure that we stayed on track and we got uh, a show out. But uh, with that being said, I, I didn't want to put anybody at risk of getting sick here. So uh, I decided to record the show by myself. Uh, now, this week's topic, it's going to be a little different. It's not necessarily uh, fitness related. Um, now, there are going to be some concepts uh, that I talk about that definitely tie in to uh, your fitness results and definitely tie into how you approach your, your uh, fitness goals. However, uh, the topic of today's show is about personal development and more specifically about personal development books that you should be reading. Uh, this, this topic was uh, inspired by our 50 Strong Challenge that we have going on right now inside of NextGen. And uh, just in a nutshell, the 50 Strong is kind of a playoff of the 75 Hard. I think we've, uh, we did a show on it a, a couple weeks back, but... Uh, the 50 strong is uh, 50 days. You have to add a, a, a different habit each week. And um, it's meant to uh, enrich your entire life, not just working out. It's not a fitness challenge. It's building habits. It's being able to, uh, I guess, attack um, the different areas in life that uh, really uh, all contribute to uh, your health, your wellness, your mental health and wellness. And uh, today, uh, it it is an inspiration for uh, today's show. So uh, at some point during the 50 strong, I think it's uh, third or fourth weekend. This is where, where we need Kelly uh, to, to give these uh, specifics because she's uh, great at that. But uh, three or four weeks in, uh, you have to start reading 10 pages of a personal development book. Uh, now, I wanted to talk about my top five books that uh, I recommend for people who are new to, to I guess, to, to reading or at least reading personal development books. And um, and so because uh, I've got a lot of people saying that they don't even know where to start when it comes to this. And uh, but before I jump into those, uh, the top five books, uh, I definitely I, I want to talk about uh, something that holds a lot of people back from reading. And this is uh, this, this lesson is going to be directly associated with uh, your fitness results as well. So don't just turn this show off if you uh, are in it for uh, reasons to uh, get healthier or get more fit. And, uh, you know, we're talking about reading today. Don't just turn it off because there's definitely going to be some valuable lessons for you. So uh, a big thing that I hear oftentimes when people say they can't read uh, or people who have decided not to uh, do the challenge because of the reading portion of the 
um, the challenge is a lot of people say that they just can't concentrate on reading. Uh, now, I sent an email out on uh, the other day about this, about uh, three things that uh, I've incorporated into my life that helps me read every day. And uh, I started uh, reading every day when I opened NextGen back in 2015. In fact, uh, if you're listening to this today, Friday, the 20, uh, February 24th, the day the show's uh, released, recorded and released, uh, tomorrow is our, technically our eighth year anniversary as a business, uh, February 25th, 2015. Uh, my articles of formation uh, were signed and legally uh, uh, stamped and we became a, a real business. So uh, congratulations to us. Happy birthday to us. Uh, it's been a great eight years. And uh, like I always say, uh, we're just getting started. And I firmly, firmly believe that. Uh, now, back to the topic at hand. So eight years ago, when I opened the business, I wasn't much of a reader at that point. In fact, uh, growing up, uh, I didn't know this until I got older, but growing up, uh, I did have uh, ADHD or ADD or not really sure the differences uh, between them. I've heard that there's um, that there's no longer ADHD. It's all just ADD. I, I'm not really sure. The fact is that I had a hard time uh, concentrating uh, while reading, especially on topics that I just didn't really enjoy. Uh, now, when I was growing up, uh, no one the the, the whole uh, attention deficit disorder uh, realm uh, was much smaller, and they really just uh, reserved the um, you know the the treatment like the Ritalin, which was I think the only drug that they were really prescribing back then, uh, for the kids who were disruptive in class, for the kids who you know caused trouble and were the troublemakers. And that wasn't me. Uh, I wasn't a uh, disruptive troublemaker kid, at least not <laughs> during class. I, I saved that for after class uh, and outside of school. But um, I was more of somebody who just couldn't really couldn't really focus on what I was doing. And, and all my teachers, or a lot of my teachers and, and, and my parents would get frustrated because I wouldn't finish assignments. I wouldn't be able to uh, get through things. And I was seemingly, you know, I was a smart guy, a smart kid. Uh, you know, I could probably do uh, fairly well in school. You know, I didn't, I didn't flunk out. I'm not one of those, you know, entrepreneurial stories where I got all Fs and then, you know, uh, school is not for me. And then, you know, there's a lot of those stories. I didn't flunk out. You know, I was, a, I was an average middle road student, uh, mostly because, I got the help from uh, some people like my mom, who's uh, an English teacher. Uh, but uh, I, you know, I was a C or B student, and uh, you know, I wasn't really looked at as somebody who had a uh, attention deficit disorder. You know, I was uh, an athlete. I, I was uh, somewhat of a popular kid, um, and uh, you know, so I wasn't looked at that way. So I didn't really get help for this, and, and I was. It really showed up a lot when I was trying to read, um, you know, especially, like I said, reading stuff that just didn't interest me. So my teachers would get frustrated, parents would get frustrated, and, uh, you know, it would be a situation where I would start to read and I would either fall asleep or I would have trouble concentrating. I'd have to go back and read the pages, you know, three, four, five, ten times before I actually, um, you know, read the, the actual words on the page and my brain wasn't thinking about a lot of other things. So when in 2015, when I uh, opened NextGen, uh, I had uh, a couple mentors that told me I need to start reading and I need to start reading personal development books that all the, the most successful people in the world uh, read uh, and read a lot. Uh, and so I decided to you know, obviously take their advice and start reading. Now, at first, it brought back old memories of being very tough uh, to concentrate and I'd go back and read and read and read and read the same page like three, four, five, ten times like I used to. Uh, but what I realized is that if 
I really focused on it and I really just took the time and I didn't get frustrated and I didn't give up on it that it got easier over time. And in fact, it got to the point where I was actually enjoying reading uh, and I could read a lot faster than I did uh, when I first started. Uh, But not only that, I could also retain what I was reading. um, And all it really was, was practice. The more I did it, the more I focused on it, the more I didn't get frustrated and just give up on it, the the better I got at it. And it's the same thing with fitness. If someone comes in and um, you know tells me that they, they can't do 10 squats. Okay, so let's do five. Let's do one. Let's start there. Let, let's let's you know scale back a little bit. Let's build a foundation. Let's build a base. Let's get uh, consistent with doing that. And when all of a sudden you could do you know one squat multiple times, then we could start doing two squats in a row and multiple times and three and four and et cetera. And you get the point. And it's the same thing uh, with reading. Uh, so what I, um, you know, I, I would go, I would read, I might get frustrated, uh, but but stay at it and just go back and read the same pages until it would uh, start to sink in. And then sooner or later, I wouldn't have to do that anymore because my concentration, my, um, my focus muscle got stronger. So people who tell me that they just can't read, they can't, I understand and I have complete empathy for that, but I don't have any sympathy for that because it is overcomable. Overcomable? I guess it's a word. Um, it is something that, that could be overcome uh, because reading is simply a skill, uh, just like working out, just like driving a car, uh, just like, you know, whatever you do for a living. You know, the first time you did it, you weren't probably weren't very good at it. Uh, and then the more you did it, the better you got at it until it became second nature. And that's the same with reading. So a lot of people use uh, that as a uh, quote-unquote excuse to not read um, because they just simply don't want to put the brain power and they don't want to put the time and the effort and energy into getting better at that skill. So uh, I hope that uh, is, is something that, that may resonate with you and, and maybe uh, you start taking a little bit more time and effort into uh, actually getting better at reading just like anything else because I could guarantee you that you will become uh, a better person for it. You will be smarter, you will be happier, you will be able to um, interact with people uh, in a better way, uh, and you'll be more interesting. And when it, uh, when, when it comes to uh, actually implementing what you learn, you know, you are what you consume. So that's why we wanted to uh, put this uh, personal development uh uh, caveat into the reading 10 pages a day. Um, because if you're reading 10 pages of, uh, I don't know, name, <laughs> name some, you know, entertainment love novel or something. Yeah. You might get by and it might be uh, entertaining, but you're not going to get better or smarter. Uh, and you know, you are what you consume. You are what you surround yourself with. So, um, that, uh, made us really focus on, on, reading 10 pages of a personal development book every day. So with all that being said, let me get to my list of my top five personal development books that you should start with. You know, if you've never read a personal development book before, uh, start with this list. I do think that it's a great place um, to get your feet wet. And then once you uh, dive into this world, it's it's almost um, never ending. Uh, every day I see, I see another book that I add to my list that i never heard of before uh, that I know will, will help me and, and learn from it. So 
Let's get into it. Uh, top five personal development books. The first one on my list and one that I start every year off by reading uh, is How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. Now, I start off every year by reading this because it is essentially uh, timeless. They, the lessons that are learned and in, in, or lessons that are taught in this book um, can be applied uh, across multi-generations, multi-businesses. Um, you don't even have to be a professional. You could be a, a stay-at-home mom and, and, and get a lot out of this book. Uh, and that's because it, it teaches you how to interact with people and teaches you how to uh, not only uh, speak with people and have conversations with people, but also to understand people a little bit more. And although the the title might be a little um, deceiving, how to win friends and influence people, um, it kind of sounds like, especially in, t- our, in today's world, it kind of sounds like a, a deceptive uh, book. Um, but it's it's not in any way whatsoever because influence people, influencing people, is not a bad thing. Influencing people is what we all do all the time, uh, and being able to influence uh, your circle to do to be more positive uh, to. Um, you know, interact differently and uh, to grow uh, is is incredibly important. So, uh, number one, how to win friends and influence people, Dale Carnegie. Number two on the list, uh, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Uh, this book uh, now obviously has a lot to do with financial success. Think and Grow Rich. It's right in the title, uh, but the les- the lessons in it. Uh, Definitely don't just stop at financial success uh, because this is, if you've never read this book or if you've never uh, read maybe the book The Secret or I guess they made a movie about that, um, this is this book is kind of an introduction, at least it was for me, into the world of manifestation. And what Napoleon Hill did was spend 25 years studying, interviewing, learning from some of the great successes of history like uh, Henry Ford, uh, like Rockefeller, um, these these people, these monsters, these giants in, in business obviously do something right. And what he found through all these the, the 25 years of research is that uh, most of these, uh, a big thing about these people's um, success is that they manifested, they thought, they envisioned, they visualized where they were going, what they wanted. They, they made it an untangible thing tangible by creating this energy and creating this uh the imagination of growth and money and um for me to spend you know a minute trying to get into the depths of it i'm not even going to come close to doing it justice so uh, that's why it's on this uh, list for you to go read but think and grow rich napoleon hill um even if you don't have goals of uh, making more money um the lessons in there will apply to success across the board, um, regardless of what your goals are. All right, number three, Rich Dad Poor Dad, ja, Rich Dad Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. Uh, this again, another uh, seemingly quote unquote financial uh, book, um, is much deeper than just uh, speaking about finances. Uh, this is a, an entire concept of. Um, the way that our uh, our world, the world we live in, uh, essentially works, and 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 being able to see the the two different uh, sides of the coin, the two different um, approaches to uh, to the way we live our financial world, our financial life, uh, whether it's you know going to work for somebody, whether it's starting your own business, um, he dives into uh, the the 
the differences between people who are successful, who are financially successful and people who are not. And, and the, 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 I guess the problems that are embedded in uh, the foundations of our, our financial society. So it's a read that changed my life. It opened up my eyes uh, to not just following the same approach and pattern as what was laid out um, before me. Uh, and um, again, this is just a, a, a quick uh, synapse uh, of these and list uh, for this list. So I can't uh, dive into too much detail of it or else we'll be here all day. But Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki will absolutely change the way that you view how you approach life. Number four, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, Stephen Covey. Another oldie but goodie. So number four, which is this one, number two, Think and Grow Rich. Number one, How to Win Friends and Influence People. These are all uh, books that were um, from the turn of the century, essentially. And, uh, you know, in the early 1900s or so, uh, you know, these, uh, well, maybe not early 1900s, but uh, these books were were uh, written during a time where we didn't have so much technology. And, and that's what is one of the great things about these books is that they are timeless because the principles that are taught, the principles that are written about, um, they are multi-generational. Uh, it doesn't matter if we become, I mean, I guess who knows what <laughs> what's on the horizon, but um, no matter how technologically advanced we get, um, these are these are books that are uh, essentially. I guess I'm saying whether essentially. I probably said that about five times already. Uh, these books are about how you approach life and how you approach uh, your. Uh, I guess your, well, your <laughs> approach to life, your mindset around uh, life. So, uh, the seven habits of highly effective people. Life's our our life is about a culmination of our habits. What we do every day from the time we wake up to the time we go to bed mostly is driven by our habits and the people who are successful, regardless of that's if that's in fitness or if that's in finances or if that's in personal relationships, the people who are successful have the most successful habits. And this book, uh, bar none, uh, stands above all the other books about habits. It was one of the first ones um, to really get into it. And it is a classic. So number four, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. And then number five, Start With Why by Simon Sinek, a relatively newer one, somewhat newer um, compared to the rest of the list. But Start With Why, uh, this this rounds out the list of my top five because we have to know why we're doing things to do them at the highest level. And to be able to accomplish our goals and to be able to push through failure and to be able to make adjustments, uh, to adapt and adjust, to be able to know why we're doing something when it's not going well and we want to quit and give up on it. When we have a big enough why, we don't. All right. So let's put this into terms of fitness. If you're losing weight because you want to look good in your bikini and they put that you know, pizza in front of you on Friday night after having a few drinks and you eat it. Okay, so you didn't hit your goal, but, you know, you still enjoy your life. If your why is to lose weight because you're 
potentially on the borderline of having a life-altering disease uh, that will change everything about you that may even end your life, but it it certainly um, doesn't allow you to live the life that you want to live, then you're going to probably say no to that pizza and choose that salad. So having the the right why, a big enough why, is incredibly important uh, regardless of what your goals are. And that's why I start with why by Simon Sinek is number five on this list. And it, it um, it's an essential book for me to recommend to somebody for uh, personal development, especially if you're new to the journey. So that is my top five personal development books. Uh, I hope that if you're uh, new to personal development, uh, you start with this list, you, you get uh, get going on here, um, and it, it changes your life the way it changes mine. And um, I, I truly believe that if you want something, if you want to learn something new, if you want to get smarter, you want to get more interesting, you want to uh, change your life, then you need to start reading every day. I read every day, 365 days a year, uh, about 30. I know our challenge is 10 pages a day. I put uh, 30 minutes a day for myself, which I read way more than 10 pages in that 30 minutes. And um, it, it's besides um, uh, brushing my teeth, it's part of my uh, daily routine or just like I should say, just like brushing my teeth, it's part of my morning routine. I, I don't uh, I don't miss a day with, or I don't go a day without it. And, um, I recommend that you do the same. So again, I, uh, I hope that this podcast for all you people who tune in for fitness advice didn't, uh, bore you too much. Uh, and I hope you got something positive at it because I, I do think that the, the principles I talked about, but not only the principles, but just starting to read these books will change your life. Um, again, even if you are just listening to this for fitness. So, that is all. I won't keep more of your time. Uh, I'm sure this is much more boring than uh, when I have uh, my co-host Kelly here with me, but I do appreciate you tuning in. I do appreciate you listening to the show. I hope that uh, you got some value out of this, and if you did, please do us a favor and leave us a five-star review. It will be huge for us to do that. Uh, we are growing our audience. We are growing our listeners. And that is the best way for, for you to help us grow our audiences by giving us five-star reviews. That's how other people find us. Um, that's how other listeners and subscribers find us. And uh, it would mean everything to us if we do that. Um, if you can't leave us a five-star review, uh, if you could please just share the show, friends, family, um, Instagram, Facebook, wherever you could share it, uh, please do that and, and help us get the word out because we really are trying to help people live a better life and uh, do that through not only fitness, but obviously through other means like you know personal development, mental health, et cetera. So uh, we, we appreciate you. I appreciate you. Um, so you said talking in, in, in plural and we, uh, but I appreciate you. Thank you for listening so much. Um, and uh, until next week, guys, thank you and be well.